This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the leaning tower of foodlets <laughs> and the voice uh, to have found my place with all of the people out there, but especially to find it with Marianne, who is here with Hi. us tonight in the studio, which begins now. The food show begins right now, right at this second. Ding! Did you feel anything when that happened? Yeah, I just rang a little bell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, here we are getting ready to uh, uh, have a, a couple Babble hours of... Babylon incessantly about food. Babble on? <laughs> have you ever been to Babylon? Hey, Tom, yeah. you know what? I'm looking no. at the almanac for today. And, and today yeah. is National Spicy Foods Day. Oh, boy. Did we play that perfectly, <laughs> huh? Why don't you ex- explain it to the folks, or I will, one or the other. I was looking at that, and I was laughing because I did not know when we went to lunch today. I mean, I knew that it was National Spicy Foods Day, but I that, that was this morning when I was looking at it. So when I looked at it just now, I started laughing because if ever what are the chances? I mean, we it's... had a spicy foods lunch, we had that today. Mm-hmm. And you know, there it was. I, I, I don't know if an assault can ever be characterized as um, pleasurable. Assault? Uh, assault, yes. That assault. Was, oh. Yes, that was an assault oh. <laughs> on, kind of a different, uh, on your insides. <laughs> uh, oh, is that it? But I liked it. So I don't know if that's, if that's a grossly inappropriate thing to say. I don't know. But... Um, it was it was firing on all cylinders for sure, and um, and I feel like if you you know I, I wasn't sure I wasn't hurting myself by eating that, um, but I really did like it. It was spectacularly good, and well, I will w- definitely go back. We went to Blue Giant. Blue for lunch. Giant. Now this is a, a really interesting uh, new restaurant. Brand new, like brand week new old. And, Four days old. And they're getting ready to uh, become uh, a really big deal. And I, they may have already succeeded at uh, being called that. They're in a really charming little corridor of what is known now as the LGD. The Lower LGD. Garden District, yes. Well, the I'm all LGD. for everything. I'm all and, for um, anything that that part of town uh, well, has. Well, it's, it's definitely in major gentrification mode. And uh, we were talking about gentrification last week when we talked a little bit about the St. Claude Corridor. This is considerably different than that. This is, um, 
I, I don't know. I don't even know how I would describe it. But that little magazine corridor off of right by the interstate where French Truck, I would say, started it. Um, I don't know how many years they've been there, but French Truck, Barrel Oak, right across the street from each other. And then Blue Giant is a block or two down. But that block is really something. It's... um. If you know where Claret is, the wine bar that the Two Jacks guys own, um, they have Bar Francis, Claret, and Two Jacks. And this is the, it's it's just really something to see. It's really cool. Um, I would recommend a, although I don't know, if, I don't know if you could drink wine so much after you've had the, the food at Blue Giant. I don't know what you would do about that. But anyway. Well, I know the, the word uh, uh, Claret which mm-hmm. you mentioned, yeah. that, that's, uh, the, that has a meaning in the wine world, and that is that it is uh, a red wine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it, this little corridor is, first of all, completely new construction buildings, and in a little complex you will see uh, the Romney Gym called Movement. Uh, Satsuma, I did not realize there was another outpost of Satsuma there tucked in the back. Claret... A Dirty Coast, um, maybe a couple other stores in there, and it's 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 a place I would go. So it's it's not uh, it's not ramshackly chic. It's chic. And well, you, um, you know, be, before you go any farther, if I may ask you of this, there are people listening to us right now. I'm almost one of them who doesn't really uh, understand what this is. It's a restaurant. It's Chinese. But it's kind of unusual in a lot of ways, including where it's located. Well, first of all, it doesn't look like a Chinese restaurant. It looks like well, a glamorous any kind of restaurant. It's a tiny space, actually. And it's uh, completely been redone, which is why it took them so long to get open. There's a wall of exposed brick there. Mm-hmm. And everything else is twenty twenty all the way. And there's... If you did not know it was a Chinese restaurant, you would not know it was a Chinese restaurant. Hmm. Um, but wow, wow, wow is all I can say about the food. It's wow. <laughs> I mean, that well, really is it. <laughs> that, uh, that makes one of us. Um, I, I am now, now that I've been doing a lot more eating uh, to, you know, help with the website and all, um, I totally disagree with your thesis, Tom, over yeah. the last umpteen years that you can't really know a restaurant until it's, it's been, been open a little six while. months. I completely disagree with that. I well, think that you can know a restaurant on one visit, and we have two experiences backing each other up back to back. Yeah. Last night in Covington, we went to a restaurant that has been open quite a number of years and spent $100, and uh, it, was, it too was a charming place, a, a really charming place, but we had about six things on the table. None of them I have any interest in eating again. Hmm. So it, it's not going to get better. It is what it is. And if 
you have six things on a table and all six of them register the same way to you, I think it's a reasonable conclusion to think that's what's coming out of the kitchen, period, and that it probably isn't going to change. Now, I do, I do have the feeling sometimes that what you're saying is right, that this restaurant has a lot of potential and is going to change. Good example of that pyre on the North Shore. Yeah. That is a really fascinating, eclectic kind of menu there. I'll say you I can, do not for think the, it's uh, going for the life to be of you. the same thing in six months. Probably That's not. That's not and to say that it's bad or that it's so. good or that it's weird or anything. It's just I can look at that and say I think that there will be a lot of tweaking that goes on here. This restaurant that opened today mm-hmm. knocked my socks off. It did. Yeah? It did. Well, uh, that, again, I tell you, uh, that makes one of us. And I wonder where we'll be in, say, 10 years? Well, I don't know about all that, but um, there were three of us at the table, and two of us had one thought, and the other one did not. So, I mean, I, I don't know which one of us is right. Oh, yeah. But how, had, how can you tell, really, when you had, think about it? Uh, we had several things. We, as usual, went crazy ordering. So uh, we had an egg roll. Mm-hmm. which I think was the least of everything at the table. We got a um, a sautéed broccoli and some pork. Excuse me. I'm going to sneeze. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and take it for a second, Tom. I don't know why I'm sneezing. Well, <laughs> well so everybody is sneezing right today. now. It's just one of those things. It's um, when, the, when the temperatures shift from uh, one general temperature to another it makes you sneeze a lot of people anyway and it gets me too and it obviously gets you as well, well. I, that's like a lot i've done today so I, was, I think i have to start popping some vitamin c but we had an egg roll we got um shrimp and pork dumplings some mm-hmm. chicken fried rice we got dan dan noodles yeah what's that you got a hot and sour soup mm-hmm um, what else was on that table? It was memorable. And, and a pork dish. Yeah, I had a piece of that. It was like, uh, it reminded me of not quite cooked bacon with a lot of uh, spice in it. Yeah, it was. It was I, interesting. That was a little underwhelming. I was not yeah. as moved by that as well, everything else. Well, we've, we've run into it because I just said that I kind of did like that. And you're telling me you don't like it? Well, that's kind of standard for us, isn't it? <laughs> well, you know, it's, I don't think it's as cut and dried as that. People have been telling me that for years. And I What's think, that? Well, it means that uh, it, because you have found this quality of uh, the restaurants or the, anything else in the entire world doesn't mean that every time you run into that again, you will have exactly the same thing. Well, based on, I'm looking up Dan Dan Noodles right now, and based on the description, I think the version of Dan Dan Noodles that we had today is absolutely right on the mark. It is, according to this, spicy, numbing, N-U-M-B-I-N-G, numbing. This means it's so spicy 
that it puts you in a... It was uh, like an eye-crossing. Wow. Well, they, that does happen. <laughs> I, I know it, it, does, it certainly gets me every now and then. I've got to pay real close well, that's attention. That's what I mean by an assault. It's like, it's like you, you are eating this. It's going into your stomach, and you wonder how your stomach is going to receive yeah, this, of course, cause, this uh, explosive bomb. But it was well, who delicious. Would want a bomb? It was delicious. And it's kind of like you prick your finger or you burn yourself. You you have yeah. to get away from it. But it, this was not like that. And you could go back to it. And so we did. It was really, really good. Um, the The chicken fried rice had a flavor on it that Mary Lee did not care for. But... I didn't find it was it was definitely an Asian flavor and I don't know what that spice is but it was um, it was also good everything I thought was really really good. Well, good. I can't you know, wait I mean, to go back in the in and, the when, and have the Peking duck. When when you get down to the bottom line, all we're really interested in is is enjoying yourself and helping other people to also enjoy themselves. And, uh, you know, when you get this exotic kind of cooking, there are some people who just go crazy over that. And then there are those who uh, for whom, you know, they can live the rest of my, their lives without it. You know well, what? Uh, it, it would be interesting, uh, I think, if we ask our listeners, uh, what do you think about this prospect? Uh, if um, you uh, go to a restaurant or, or pick any other uh, item that you want to work with mentally— uh, and see what they uh, they think about it. Uh, if there's a restaurant, uh, it, or if there are a bunch of restaurants even, that serve things in a way that you really like, uh, tell us about it. Uh, or if you're looking for such a thing, uh, call us up and we'll get to it from that direction. But to just let it sit there, uh, I think is a is a shame. Yeah. So let's uh, g- give us a call. Let's tell them where... Let's um, where six, this is. This uh, restaurant, three, uh, six, it's on Magazine eight. Street corner. What? What's the cross street? I didn't notice. It was Constance. Constance. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's right down the street from Thalia or Thalia or whatever you want to call it. Um, it's actually, there, there are bookends of the same block. And um, there's a lot of construction going on there. And this place was... Uh, much delayed in its opening, but did open on Monday, I believe, and is uh, something that I think is really exciting uh, Chinese food. You know, there's, there was one other thing I haven't mentioned at all to you or to anybody else. The sound level in that place is well, blow your minds. I mean, at least for me it is. And... Uh, Right that's there. That's true of every place for you now, Tom, well, but not, that's okay. That's there are some just, that, you know, you know I, I don't expect it, it to be layout, but there are restaurants that, uh, believe it or not, do not blow your uh, earring. Blow your mind? Earring. Okay. Yeah, well, or yeah. some other part of your body. But anyway, uh, so what? let's say this. We are looking for anybody who thinks he has found the magic formula of getting great restaurants. Not the entire world's worth of it, but uh, if you have found that there is a restaurant out there that just every time you order it, uh, order something from it, it comes out with something really great, so you go there pretty often, right? That makes sense. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, if you know of a restaurant like that, share it with us, would you? We'd, we'd really love what to makes have. less sense is if you go to a restaurant that's really not all that good just because you like it. Anyway, 260 If you don't like it, you, what? We would you say that break, again? Tom, WWL 105.3 FM HD 2. Hello, it's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Uh, Marianne is here with us today. Howdy doody. Uh, howdy and duty, both at the same time. My duty and my howdy here, I'm waving at you now. And to all of the children out there and anybody else who is amused by anything that makes him happier than he was before he started in on it. Whatever that meant. <laughs> uh, so step right in. And, it's uh, like he's reading my mind. Uh-huh. You, Who? you're reading my mind because I was thinking exactly that, whatever that meant. Two six zero six three six eight. If you would like to chat with us, we are here to do that yeah. very thing. We were just talking about a visit to a brand new restaurant, uh, Blue Giant, down on Magazine, and uh, it is, um, let's say, a strong Chinese statement. You, you know, a strong just, Chinese statement. Just there, in terms of number of dishes on the menu, this uh, comes pretty far down on my list. Yeah. Well, I think maybe, and I could be wrong about this. Oh, I think we, there we could both is be a ra- trend wrong. Yeah. in restaurants being um, sort of restrained in their menu offerings lately. Well, I, I agree with you. One place that I've really noticed that I was very surprised by is Brennan's on Royal Street. We yeah. all have a pretty good idea that yeah. we're talking about one of the great, 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 great restaurants there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for uh, some reason, their menu is much pulled back from what I remember. Now, m- maybe it's just me remembering it wrong or something like that. But I, I, it seems to me their, their menu is much m- more abbreviated than it was uh, say, five years ago. You know, of course, there's been a lot of changes in that restaurant. And thank goodness, it's still a really good restaurant and a really beautiful restaurant, yeah. too. But yeah. uh, but still, there's that other little thing lingering there and and uh, and wondering what that's all about. Well, I think it is a trend. I think it's definitely a trend of newer restaurants to go a little easy on heft of res- a restaurant menu. The heft the of heft restaurants. of the restaurant menu. Um, and I think that I think that's a good thing actually for a kitchen who's just getting started. I've heard people tell me, you know, we're starting off slow and we'll mm-hmm. be tweaking things and adding things as time goes on, but yeah. you have to soft openings to, as they call it. You have to um, shore up your base. And that's, you know, that's the way I think is, I think it's a good plan, you know. Anyway, uh, I wasn't troubled by the um, sort of abbreviated menu here because there were enough things that we did want to try and everything we tried we loved. So uh, that that wasn't a concern of mine anyway. No. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's concerned if there isn't really anything that excites you enough to get it, mm-hmm. I mean, on, on even an abbreviated menu, that's a really bad sign. Um, I can't say that I've had that experience much, although 
I did last week somewhere, and I'll have to think about where that was. Mm. Anyway, I know that feeling. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, I loved it. I loved Blue Giant. Um, it's been sort of a media darling as people were anticipating its arrival, and um, and I think that it's going to be. I think it's going to be good. I think it's. You know what? I, what I thought was really kind of interesting about it. Um, I don't know. I don't go to a lot of Chinese restaurants. We don't have a lot of Chinese restaurants, but um, you, you know there I was there was a time in uh, I, I I'd have to look this up closely to to find it up, but it was in the 1980s where there were over a hundred Chinese restaurants in the New Orleans area. The 80s was kind of a halcyon day for for uh, for restaurants locally, wasn't it? It certainly Maybe everywhere. was. I don't know, but yeah, well, there's no doubt about it. Do you think that there were more restaurants then than there are now? Uh, of Chinese so. restaurants? No, any kind. Because I think that you said there were 800-some-odd restaurants uh, the 809 day the day before Katrina. And then now we have double that. So it couldn't be that we had uh, more restaurants or even as close to as many restaurants as we have now. Anyway, um, 2606368 is the number if you would like to chat with us about this or anything else having to do with food. We started off with the uh, the fact that it is National Spicy Foods Day because we had some really spicy food for lunch. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 2606368. Ron, we have somebody on the line? Sal, Sal, Sal is joining let's us. Let's talk to Sal. Come on in, Sal. Thank you. Good afternoon you. to both of you. You too. Hey. Thank you. We are national champions. National champions. Go Tigers. I'm still trying to practice Go it. It's t- a little oh. late to get it down. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was listening to your um, assessment of, of Brennan's, and I agree with you 100% on the trends of restaurants changing. But I also recall something that I heard you say, and it was a quote by Ruth Fratell, and that is, I'll fix whatever my customers want to eat. Of course, they're going to pay for it, but I'm going to cater to what the customers like. And perhaps, unlike you and I, we're creatures of habit. We love tradition. We love tasting the, the things that we were used to. Maybe the Brennans and other restaurants have done enough research to know that the majority of people who are dining want a particular type of food and a type of presentation and a amount on their plate, which seems to be tapas and small plates and small courses and less complex recipes. And maybe that's just something we'll have to get used to because the restaurateurs are basically doing what Ruth Fertel said, and that is, well, yeah. what, what she was saying, okay. uh, I remember that vividly because she and I were having l- lunch, and uh, that was just a, a really... Is that making a funny noise where you are? Yeah. No. no. Okay, good. Uh, there was some funny little sounding thing over here. But anyhow, uh, she said, uh, uh, whenever a customer comes in, if they ask me for something, uh, we'll do it if it's something that we have the materials for. And uh, we and and with no questions asked, and apparently that's that was true for them. What what uh, that got me off of uh, our main project here. What what what? You know, Sal. Well, I think that I think that Marianne, you can you can. Uh, I'll I'll leave time for you. Really. What? Uh, so uh, 
we uh, we were talking about. Uh, no, we're talking no, about no. trends in restaurants, yeah. Tom, trends, and the way people want to well, eat yeah, today. Well, yeah, this is my point. The if the if you were looking for any particular uh, uh, way of changing things, it seems to me to be that we are getting bigger portions than I ever remember in my life. I mean, everything that comes to the table is these huge piles of food. Uh, and uh, that, I always thought, was it just keeps on going, too, by the way. If, uh, if you don't believe me, go take some numbers down and, and play with it. Okay. Um, I, I think, Sal, that you are on one camp which is also the same camp that I'm in and Tom is in. And there's another whole camp out there that right. actually feels that... And prefers, yeah. Yeah, that, you know, something tastes good that we think does not taste good and vice versa, you know? Right. When did um, you take that... Question, when did you take that... Uh, that's, uh, that uh, survey survey that yeah. question uh, the question is what is the percentage of people in each camp and i will submit that as of 2020 um the people in our camp outnumber the other camp and i what is what is it that they they're wondering uh, i mean wondering the the true food kitchen camp and and what are they saying i i had uh, an interesting quote that i've been quoting that uh, Carmen Provenzano, who is the new owner of Pascal's Manali, said to us a couple of weeks ago. Now, he's been in the restaurant business 30 years himself at various places and is now the proprietor of Pascal's Manali. And when we yep. talked to him, mm-hmm. he was talking about the short ribs and mashed potatoes that he had in the oven that he couldn't wait to be done. And we were talking about these trends in food. And he said very emphatically, without a hint that he could be wrong or anything, he said, that's what people want to eat. And Maybe I agree so. with him. I think that is what people want Maybe to eat. Maybe not. I think people want to eat food that speaks to their soul rather than their head. Oh, sure. I'll go for that. Absolutely. So, and, I don't uh, know. Yeah. For us in our camp, because... I still like the the old guard flavors. However, I do enjoy venturing out occasionally and tasting something different. So I'm really not a stalwart when it comes to it's got to be this way. But, you know, New Orleans is unique in in the fact that on the same note that Ruth Rattel said it, when we go out to eat at the locally owned places, there's rarely an occasion where, if they have it in house, they'll make it for you. Really? Well, Wait, there's rarely an occasion. Of, you said. Rare. That's what I heard. Really. We were at yeah. Bourbon House the other day, and they do not have a hamburger on the menu. But my what? daughter was craving a hamburger, and I said, "Do y'all make hamburgers here?" He goes, "You know what? Let me go talk to the chef. If he's got some patties pressed out, he'll do it for you." Uh-huh. Hey, lo and behold, they did. And by the time and they got did. back to the table, my daughter changed her mind and she wanted uh, the uh, fried shrimp platter anyway. Uh-huh. So <laughs> there you go. But did, they were going to do it, right? Absolutely. 
Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. that is a Brennan's restaurant. Uh-huh. And it just kind of goes hand in hand with what we were saying. They'll fix whatever the customer wants. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure. But, you know, I, I was glad to hear what you said about that survey because it makes my heart warm that people are still wanting to eat the things that have been around for uh, so you, long. You because don't. You, I, I don't think you have to worry about it uh, too much. Uh, the, it's... It's pretty solid. The restaurant business itself is pretty solid, and uh, more more so than in other parts of the wor- of the country and the world, for that matter. So, um, uh, yeah. So uh, what, yeah. let's let's move out of here because this is just right. uh, stumping my feet and and yours or right. somebody else. A- but always uh, great to so. hear from you. It's the food Take show. Care. I'm Tom Bye. Fitzmorris. Two six zero two six zero six three six eight. And we'll be back. <laughs> Whoever that guy is, he's nuts. Two six zero six three six eight. It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Uh, Marianne is here with us. Hey and there. Hi, hey there. You with the sun in your eyes. You never. That's not how that song goes at all. Well, I'm sorry. It doesn't really matter, does it? Sure, it does. It does. Yeah. Didn't you read your uh, from the uh, Chinese place your uh, yeah, that's what I started to say. So the yeah. Chinese place is very 2020. It's not by sight an obvious Chinese restaurant, yet it has elements of old-fashioned Chinese, like fortune cookies and the kind of containers that you associate with Chinese restaurants. Mm-hmm. Well, there's one. And uh, and that's kind of cool in a way. It's sort of oxymoronic, I guess, that um, that this very hip uh, and, and it's really I, I don't even know if I would call it hip. It's um, it's not traditional. It's very it's very modern Chinese food is what is what it is. And uh, but it's kind of uh, it's interesting that they have these little elements tiny little elements of what you remember from you know what is it house of lee or something you know anyway it was uh quite an experience it absolutely was a fun coincidence that today is spicy food day because wow is all i can say about how spicy that food was and and I am a weenie. I'll be the first to admit. Like, you know, Mary Lee took a bite of the Dan Dan noodles and she said, don't even think about it. But I did. It looked good. It looked, You know what it looked like? It looked like a bolognese sauce. <laughs> and so I wanted to see what this uh, Chinese version of a bolognese sauce was like. And it was, well, wow. That's the word for it. It was wow. Hmm. And um, I'm surprised that my stomach isn't upset <laughs> because I kind of thought. Yeah. I kind of thought that um, it was uh, it was oh one of those I know what you mean too much so, but I and but everybody it, but else I liked is, it. is up I liked with it. you so uh, yeah yeah anyway two six zero six three six eight is the number uh, sounds like Tom wants to move on so let's do that so last night we also had an interesting meal in my opinion um, the other end of the spectrum yeah. There was nothing on that table that I needed to keep eating and oh. nothing that I need to eat again. Well, you know, if you uh, if and I know you did, uh, look around the dining room. Yeah. And there are 
X number of people who are, let's say, on the older side, not dramatically so, but uh, grown-ups completely, chances are that they're not going to go uh, quite as uh, far with the uh, very, very loud and screeching uh, music that comes from some restaurants. Uh, and they, they'll want to get away from it in a, a, a little calmer sort of a situation. And uh, it's you have one restaurant doing this for that guy, and then you have another one doing delivering the same goods but for a different kind of person. Well, again, yeah. can you read my mind? Because what I'm <laughs> what it's saying is, I'm not sure what that means. Um, oh, I think well, that good. there was a uh, real spectrum of people in the Chinese restaurant today, and maybe a little less so last night, but I don't really think that age had really anything to do with anything that was being served or anything else about it. It was just mm, well, that a collection makes one of, of us people again. who arrived at uh, a restaurant to dine. Did we have a caller, Juan? It sounds like I don't okay. think so. Okay, I no. thought I heard you talking about something. I have a... Gosh, I'm starting to hear uh, things. Uh, uh, well, it's all right. Uh, just uh, <laughs> calm down, calm down. Uh, you know, I live for am all I, of this. Am I upset? Because I'm not, I don't feel like I am. I just uh, I, I just was kind of hmm. thinking that this is maybe the second or third time I've asked if there's a caller. And uh, and, I th- and oh, not because I need a caller, but just because I thought that I heard, because I, I don't wear the headset. Doug is always after me for that. Hmm. But anyway, I don't want to not oh, well. hear anything later like you, Tom. <laughs> Today, today's the day that the Redfish Grill opened. Happy birthday That's to true. the Redfish Grill. Hmm. Uh, that you know that was more of a change image uh, restaurant. Let's see. Wait, I need a better expression than that. That was uh, it was a spinoff of Mr. B's in a way, much more casual. Why do you say that? Because that spinoff of Mr. B's. L, L, uh, uh, um, Ralph Brennan was was the owner. In fact, he did it on well, his yeah, own. Well, what makes it a spinoff of Mr. B's, though? I wouldn't say Well, that. he openly said so. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, how's that? Okay. Uh, it, no, and here's, and there's nothing uh, about it that's funny. Here, what happened was the Brennans, uh, they ha- each had their own restaurants by that time, and sometimes more than one. And Ralph wanted to do another one. He wanted to do a seafood uh, restaurant. And the other Brennans at that time said, you know, that's a great idea. I'm sure it'll be great for you. You're such a good guy, and he is. And uh, But we're working on this project. Well, Ralph wound up being the only one of the Brennan family uh, that was working in the restaurant business, the only one who did it completely on his own. He didn't uh, make a partnership with anybody else in his family or any other place either. So uh, he got in there and he set this menu up that was a a much simpler, everyday kind of a place. And when things like uh, Easter came up, he would always have the the right kind of... um, flowers and all of that and uh, he, he would do a, a buffet for and the kids would like it a lot uh, and so uh, you know here's a guy who who can work both sides of the street uh, and uh, so, so that's why uh, it's, it's his birthday today right 
Is, did nope, we see it's that? The, it's the, uh, oh, the, the restaurant. The Redfish Grill. The Red, yeah, okay. So that the Redfish Grill was a, a Ralph Brennan's place. So It is right. Ralph it Brennan's is. place. Yeah, it and, is. And um, it is also the birthday of Haley Gable, who it coincidentally is. is the corporate chef for them. Yeah. For all of his restaurants, of which there are several. Yeah, they're all nice people. Um, the Redfish Grill is uh, it's an interesting restaurant and very unlike the other Brennan restaurants. As you said, it looks uh, very cavernous and extremely casual, and it is, it is all of that. Um, it's really good, like a lot of the other restaurants, but it doesn't really, it doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't fit the mold of what I, you know, think of when I think of the Ralph Brennan group. A little, little more... F- uh, uh, it's a little casual. It's very casual. Casual, yeah. And, uh, and I like it. I remember uh, mostly that that is the place where I met your favorite co-host. Oh? Allie. Allie? Do you remember having dinner with Allie and her husband? And um, Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Is that where I think that is where we did the uh, show? Yeah, no, we uh, didn't do the show no? there, but we um, somebody I did a show with somebody. Well, over there. you well, I think you I think you have done that in the past, probably for an eat club or something. But um, we had dinner with Allie and her husband and brother-in-law, who are the proprietors, all three of the um, Lofton Oysters. That's where we first mm, yeah where we first met her. Uh, that was probably I don't know five years ago. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight is the number. We are chatting about, um, you know, not really. Yeah. Oh my goodness. What? <laughs> you know what? I just discovered. What? Um, I just discovered how to send a text by talking. Oh. Yeah. Really. I yeah. I uh, it's 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 recording everything. I, you know, I never know how I've done anything electronically so i had i had the phone in my hand and all of a sudden i saw it repeating everything that i said hmm. so i must have hit the the dictator button and um and that's a good thing to remember that's when the I have last to thing send, we need is a dictator yeah when i sit when i'm in the car or something <laughs> and i want to text I'll, I'll remember to do that of course i'll never be able to figure it out how to do it again but anyway uh, I thought that was kind of cool that it was doing that as fast as I was speaking. You talked well, about I'm Luis Columnares. Who? who? Oh, Louis, oh. Luis. Luis. Luis used to call you regularly. He did. I guess and that I, was in the days I, when you were actually on the frequency. I bump into him, it seems like, all the time. I just you know, ran into dabs. him. He just did dabs. Did he? Yeah. He did right. that. Um, the Fleur de Lis, that is the signature uh, logo of dabs. Yeah. Today is the day you went into Chateau du Lac for the first time. Chateau du Lac. Oh gosh, yeah. that's one you of the. You loved Chateau du Lac. It was. Uh, it's one that I've really missed. It's yeah. a, a, a real French restaurant doing real French food. I remember when they first got to town. It was right after Katrina, and they were yep. operating their right. restaurant out of this little back. Uh, but bus. I mean, I, I keep. It was like this tiny funny little, little strip convenience mall store Kenner. kind of looking place. You know, they were in New York. They yeah. were both caterers in New York, and um, and I'm talking about high end caterers, like, you know, for Kathy Lee Gifford and stuff. And after Katrina, they were just struck by the fact that 
that they should come back to New Orleans, which is where she's from. He's from France, of course. And uh, they opened up shop right, right three months after Katrina. And, um, mm-hmm. and it was and actually not three months. Was it three months? Oh, it was It was three more months. Than and then that. they reopened. A, no, no. What they did was they opened um, in April and then reopened again in November. But anyway, they, um, you know what? I've got it confused. They came back to New Orleans, not because of Katrina, but after the World Trade Centers came down. They were living in New York. And that sort of drove them out of New York. And well, then they I would came do back, it. And then they came back home, and they had their own disaster to contend with after they, a few months after they opened in the little tiny strip mall in Kenner. Katrina happened, and then they had to reopen again. But they have been plagued by bad luck. I was saying that, you know, you, you mentioned the Croziers in the Almanac when you talked about them. And the Croziers, they're kind of like, they're kind of like soul couples. You know, they both mm-hmm. had a run of bad luck. It was either weather or construction. I mean, the and it was kind of like almost a weird parallel because the uh, the saloons opened a place on on South Peters right before they started construction there. The Croziers were over in Mid-City when they started the streetcar construction. So it's kind of like they had this weird yeah, it was bad. bad luck Every, parallel Everything of lives, happened to and someone both other of them, than them are no longer in the business. Uh, um, I, I remember the, they're telling me what the, they did on the closing night, which was New Year's Eve. And yes. at the you end the of saloons? dinner... You mean the saloons? Huh? The saloons, Paige and Jacques Saloon? Patient Jacques, uh-huh. wait, anyway, he, uh, they were standing there, it's just beginning cl- the cleanup operation, yeah. and one of them turned to the other, this has never quite been clear, <laughs> uh, say, are you going to come in again tomorrow? No, me neither. <laughs> and they never did. Well, it wasn't quite that dramatic, but they had been... That, I got know, it they, from they their mouth. They struggled. So they struggled they really the entire did. time they were in And business. they were so good. And they're, they're yeah, terrific. It was just a struggle yeah. from day one. And so she finally said, as they were finishing up that night, um, you know, I just don't know that I want to do this anymore. And and they were both in agreement, and that was, the, that was it. They closed the doors. And that was, believe it or not, only two years ago. No, three years ago. No, two years ago. It's it been a while. It was the end of 2017. So, yeah, it was two years ago. Hmm. 260-6368. Ryan, do we have another break at 50? Yeah, let's go, let's go to a break. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Hello, welcome back. You are listening to The Food Show. We have a lot of fun doing this every day. And I hope you can join us, me and Mary Ann, and we talk about the food scene uh, from whatever perspective you have. And I promise you that, 260-6368. If you want to learn about something that you've wondered about uh, or maybe just something that you remember from 20 years ago and you say to yourself, gosh, I wonder if so-and-so is still there, uh, call us up because— I might know the answer. Mary, uh, Mary Ann might know the answer, too. And so will other people who are listening to us right now who would love to hear from you, too, for one reason or another. And think about this. There aren't any other shows like this anywhere in America. Not a one. 
And I, I know because I've been asking about it for years and years and years, and nobody has come out from the bushes. So there you are. So let's cut those bushes down. No, wait a minute. Don't worry about that. Two six zero six three six eight. Where were we, uh, Marianne? Well, I, was, I was just kind of jumping around uh, through your almanac, and one of the things that you have in there is that today is the birthday of Dizzy Dean, and somehow mm. or another... That's connected to Falstaff Brewery in New Orleans. Yeah. Explain that. Well, uh, football, beer, go together? Yes, they do. Tom, you've never paid any attention to football. You've watched more football in the last month than you have in your collective years. Well, you know, I'll, I'll tell you there was one very important example. Uh, I... Um, sang the the um, the song the uh, uh, fight song uh, at every Jesuit high school game. There is. Wait, been. did you actually go to Jesuit football I d- games? I did. I did. Oh God! I went to, to. That's a troubling thought. Go why? Ahead. I mean, it's it, <laughs> Jesuit. You know, is in my. Uh, yes, I know, but I mean, I I find it hard to believe that you were ever at a football game. That's kind of interesting. I did not it, know that. It gave there are me very a, few things I don't know about you, but that I didn't know. Well, it it gave me the uh, uh, just uh, in October. What am I saying? October. Uh, what I I found is that uh, it gave me a. An excuse to sing the fight song, or oh, even more, or the okay. the alma now mater. The truth I, comes out. I got in there and sang the, the alma truth mater. Comes out. Every, oh, I see. Every time I bump into an old Jesuit buddy, we always look into each I other's know. eyes. I've been and, hanging around you and, long enough to see that. alma mater, dear, et cetera, et cetera. Wait, you're not going through the whole thing? Wow. I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> That the guys Since who understand when? that, uh, you Since know. Since when? 2606368 is the number. Anyway, Tom, Falstaff hmm? and Dizzy Dean, what do those things have that make them linked in your mind? Uh, they, it probably was connected with a sponsor on t- TV or r- radio because both of them were very prominent on TV. Yeah, let's see. It was. Um, Oh, I see. Your dad used to do that. Used to watch watch. That's right. Sports with a Falstaff beer. Yeah. Now you go into kind of a lengthy discussion about the um, the building, the Falstaff building, and the Falstaff sign. And mm-hmm. I've never been tuned in, tuned into all things New Orleans as you have. So. What is the significance of the Falstaff sign lighting up from top to bottom versus bottom okay. to top? Top to bottom will mean that it's going to get colder if that's an issue. Uh, if it's going up, it means that the temperature will be going higher. Uh, if the uh, if the, uh, the those How lights How did you know that? What because is... there was a time when everybody in New Orleans knew that. Really? Didn't have to uh-huh ask anybody. It was just one of those things that we took for well, granted. Does it, does it still work? Yes. I mean, it, so it's still, it's still doing it. It's still doing yeah. the, the yeah. top to bottom and the, the bottom to the, top? Yeah. They, they, uh-huh. For about uh, oh six months or so last year, there was a period where one of the lights, uh-huh. one of the letters was out. So <laughs> okay. it, it was so Thursday. Uh, you know, it's, it's things like that. Figure it out. Okay. Yeah. All right. We are at the top of the wait, hour. Wait, 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 wait. Before we go over that, folks, if you're listening to us uh, and you think of yourself as a real New Orleanian, 
uh, and you know something about the Falstaff signs, call us up for the second hour. Would you? We're going to start doing that in about five minutes. Okay. WWL 105.3 FM. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.